Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Cadillac's newest marvel of styling and engineering is now at your Cadillac dealers. The 1958 Cadillac is brilliantly new in beauty, with fabrics and appointments that introduce a new concept of interior elegance. And Cadillac's dynamic 1958 engine and revolutionary air suspension provide a totally new experience in modern motoring. See and drive Motordom's masterpiece, the 1958 Cadillac. Motordom's masterpiece? I don't even know what that means, except the 1958 Cadillac was all about pomp and circumstance. Notice it back in that day, they didn't talk a lot about performance or safety or anything about that. It's the whole image building thing, which what GM based luxury vehicles on back then. They talked about the luxury of it all, the elegance of it all, without and the lifestyle actually of it all, where they inferred a certain level of living and lifestyle and accomplishment that if you've reached that point, you should own this vehicle. And that's where they were going. Not so much the vehicle itself, but what the vehicle represented. If you're just joining us, you are listening to the Tech Mobility Show, formerly known as Roadworthy Drive. And this is Topic A. In our post-pandemic world, work from home for many workers has morphed into a mix of working from home and going to the office. While that mix has more flavors than your local ice cream shop, the phrase hybrid work seems to cover them all. As a result, architects and real estate developers are pioneering concepts to entice workers who will permanently split their time between home and office. I don't care what city, major metropolitan city you go into, when it comes to office space, it's almost the same story. To a location, every major metropolitan area in the United States is reporting levels of occupancy that are still below pre-pandemic levels. And in some cases, it's off by anywhere from 10 to 50%. In Boston, it's 10%, which means a lot of these buildings are empty or close to empty. In other cities, it could run as high as 25 or 30%. It's a big deal for these large businesses that still have a presence in major metropolitan areas and still have people coming into the office. Architects and real estate developers are trying to entice people. Workplaces that look like your living room, flexible, multi-use spaces, outdoor terraces. Today's new hybrid work styles are reshaping the office buildings of tomorrow. Here's a term that you're probably going to hear more. It's resi-mercial. Resi-mercial. It is the combination of a resident's experience with a commercial space. More couches, less traditional office looking, lighting, more plants, more open air, something called an air porch, which gives people the ability to have a space where work isn't even allowed, where you can go and just kind of decompress at work. They want to entice people to come by replicating or 
attempting to replicate the environment that people have grown used to in the last two years. It's just crazy. I want to quote this company called Castle Systems, which tracks security swipes into buildings. Workers' office use on average is about 50% of pre-pandemic levels in 10 major U.S. cities that they monitor. Employee engagement, a measure of how involved and enthusiastic workers are about their work and workplace, slipped in 2022 for a second consecutive year. And that was according to a Gallup survey released back in January. What they want to do is make the office a destination with coordinated on-site days for collaboration. And they feel that that could go a long way and making workers feel more engaged. I always thought work was the destination. You know, go to the office, done that for many a year. But now even me, I find myself in kind of a hybrid situation where I work from home and I work from the office. Interesting. The latest changes in building architecture and design are more than temporary. Reflective responses to the pandemic, architects, developers, and facilities managers say. And they want to share some of the trends that will transform the next generation of office buildings. My question to you, if you currently have an office job and you are currently required to come in one, two, three days a week, maybe, is this something that would appeal to you? They call it at home at the office. Your office look a lot more like your living room. That is, if your living room has high-end decor, remember that word, I'm going to say it again, resi-mercial, and that's short for residential commercial some office designers are going for an at-home vibe with fewer desks and more couches, armchairs, stools, and bistro tables. Get this now, even fireplaces. Wait a minute, I don't have a fireplace in my apartment. I, a fireplace? Okay. The goal is to make offices less corporate looking and more welcoming to employees who have become accustomed to working in the comforts of home. People, office is work. Office, job. I understand that they're trying to make this more attractive, but there's a point where work has to be done and sometimes you need to do what you got to do. And that's like have meetings and collaborate and actually do the work. But this is where we're going, I guess. A recent client of one of these architects said that who wanted a complete office redo and they showed him images that looked residential with sofas, pillows, area rugs, and Lots of plants. Who's going to take care of these things? That's going to be money. A lot of this is getting people back into the office after we've been working from home for some time. I'm sorry. Working in my robe, I know, TMI, but I can't do that at the office. No matter what they do, there's just some things they can't replicate and would not be appropriate. I'm sorry. This is not going to happen. They're not going to have my refrigerator and my coffee maker nearby so I could saunter from my little home office to the coffee maker, have a moment with the cat and get my coffee or raid my fridge. How far does this go is the question. What do we need to do? What do employers need to do? I don't know, but this is where they're going. This is what's going to shape what you might walk into in three years, five years, in some cases, next year. Meeting rooms will be less boardroom style, they said. There'll be adaptable areas that can be changed to suit the specific needs of a meeting. To accommodate hybrid gatherings, they'll be increasingly equipped with what they call immersive technology, which allows those on video conference to feel as though they're in the room, office planners say. And then I talked about the air porch with windows that can open, aimed at providing the feel of a balcony in the office. What could possibly go wrong? I see all the things that could go wrong with people in their emotional state. That's just me. 
is the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to aonmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial.